Welcome back. Couple of catches. You know the drill. We are winding down season three. Yeah. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. We're close. We got guys. We got one more episode left. Yeah. This one and one more. And then then the holidays, the best time of the freaking year. All you people (laughs) seeing your family, getting your honeys, the best little Christmas gifts and or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Oh my God. I remember you texted me this week and you said you had a story to tell me. It's about the tree. Okay. So as you can tell, this little beep beam, I'm showing a baby tree. My my baby tree. Um, so I was hanging out with, you know, some friends on a Saturday after partying, you know, pretty decently on a Friday. And so as one does on a Saturday, kind of hungover, you're just like eating leftover Thanksgiving um, leftovers and scooping mac and cheese in my mouth. I'm like, gosh, my garbage reeks because I was just cooking up a storm the the day Uh before. So I go to take my garbage out, walk down the hall. And I see this huge box sitting on the floor in the garbage room. I'm like, what is that? And why does that look so new and like not garbage? So I look at it closer. It says Christmas, Christmas tree company right on it. I'm like, Hmm, what is what? this? I turn it around. There's a sign on it, it says free for the taking. I go, gosh. So uh, me being the adventurous little rebel, I am uh-huh. I throw my garbage away. I pick that up, run back here. I open it up. It's a full blown baby Christmas tree pre-lit. Yeah. I plugged it in. It works perfectly. Oh my God. I was like, there's no way there's no way. So somebody clearly just upgraded their tree and threw yeah. out their baby little tree into the garbage room. So I got that. that. It's like a three bottle. footer, right? It, yeah. It's footer, like three and a half yeah, barely, barely three feet there. And, uh, so got all cute. the decorations on Amazon because everybody and their mother has bought every single yep. Christmas decoration known to man at every TJ Maxx, Hobby Lobby, Walmart, <laughs> Target, etc. Michaels, they're all gone, all gone. So if you wow. have not decorated yet for the holidays, you, you just aren't, you're, you're weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, First of all, you're just weird. And you just aren't, and there's nothing left for you. So sorry. Wow. What a story. I'm glad, I'm glad I got the scoop on that. <laughs> yeah. So th- I call this my, my dumpster baby tree. Dumpster tree. Yeah. My dumpster tree. So that this is how I'm spending my holiday with my dumpster tree. Oh, dumpster. Cute. Wow. Cute. She's so sparkly. <laughs> If any of you I saw it on my Instagram story, it's so sparkly. Oh, my it is. It is cute. Point she, had a whole, she had a whole uh, scene that she was oh, setting yeah. up. She's got good stories. All right. So we might as well catch them up while we get going here because we got quite a few highlights and some good topics today. Absolutely. But last week we talked about very important Major League Baseball dates, especially that December one date. And of course, yes. as everybody knows now and as we predicted, the good old fashioned lockout. So yep. everything's kind of halted. The players can't go to their facilities, but thankfully most people are just training at home anyways. And yep. Sports performance facilities, all that good stuff. And then of course we talked about Brian Kelly to LSU. Woohoo. We love it. We love to see it happen. Did Notre you, Dame people are salty. Yeah. So. Did you know Brian Kelly's daughter is finishing up her last semester at Notre Dame? Oh, Notre Dame. I know. Fun things. <laughs> oh yeah. That was that. Go ahead. Catch that up. Go listen to that. It was a very oh, informative one. Avery, Avery broke down those dates very well. So this is something yes. if uh, you'd like to do some learning about good old MLB and oh, understand yes. the backstory of to how their situation is to be right now. Go listen to that. Um, as far as highlights this last week, guys, we've got to give a slow silent clap to the Detroit lions for winning their first game of the season. First game of the season, by the way. I love it. 
They are 110 and of course that one dumb tie. So we've got that Beat going that on shit. for them. They ended up winning 29 to 27 at the very mm-hmm. last minute with a an 11 awesome. yard touchdown, by the way. So we love it. That was a, a nice little buzzer beater. And everybody went freaking nuts after that as if they had won the Super Bowl. So this is yeah. so great for them. Little victories. Good for them. Absolutely. And then, of course, in the world of college football, after this last oh week, my God. What a crazy, crazy, crazy weekend. You've got rankings Bama, Michigan, Georgia, and Cincinnati in the top four. Uh, Bama mm-hmm. obviously took over Georgia and Michigan had one as well. <sighs> I will say it to almost anybody that listens, and I talked to my dad about it. Um, Bama almost lost to Auburn and then lost to an unranked Ole Miss. I don't know how in the hell <laughs> they are where they are right now. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair. I think it's that Bama big dick energy. That's well, all that is. That it is exactly that. And the fact that even Georgia is down to number three because Michigan won. Like, I still don't think that's fair either. I understand but ranking nothing. Is, ranking is ranking. So yeah. Since he might mess around and do the dance. I hope they do. I, they I deserve hope Cincinnati. to. The old Bearcats. Dude, <laughs> remember done. remember when they were still like nobodies and I was talking about their freaking TikToks at the beginning of quarantine? Yes. I was like, guys, their media person needs the biggest raise in the entire mm-hmm. like college football like atmosphere because they were just knocking it out of the park there. It was so it great. Happen. So, and then uh, Avery touched on it briefly, but the MLB is in a lockout for sure yep. at this moment. Um, all current content has been removed from their website and app. I don't know if anybody's looked at it yet. Um, they've even removed like their faces from rosters. <laughs> like they are not allowed to have anybody on there for their like, um, yep. likeness image, all of that junk. Yeah. So it, it just, everything's gone. And it's funny because they just announced their six MLB hall of fame class of 2022. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> all of their content is just completely enveloped in everything mm-hmm. hall of fame at this point. That's all they have to go off of right now. So yep. they're not, they, they can't even like preview anything they've got. I think the only thing that I've seen um, other than Hall of Fame has been like top prospects. Like, yeah. They're allowed yeah. to still have their faces on some of those, but like other than that, yeah. there's absolutely nothing. So it's dry. Uh-huh. It is dry out there. This is dry as Arizona. But, you know, that's, I, I was hoping at least they would still do like, you know, uniform updates or yeah. like, hey, what's going on in just like player news, but they can't even talk about them. So I'm glad there has been you know, at least some good news in the NFL world that we're able to, uh, to give you guys some good contents on this week. And I, not only have I been predicting it for a year, but I just talked about in the podcast is the good old fashioned breaking news with big Ben. It's going to be it for him. This is it. This is all we're doing. I mean, everybody else knew he was done, but he was like the only one that didn't know he was done. (laughs) Well, you don't want Benjamin. You don't want an entire league to take that moment away from you. You know what I mean? That was huge. But that is, I mean, and then you got to talk about, we have to briefly talk about the Bills Patriots game from last night. And up yeah. there in Buffalo, there's a blizzard pregame. And then the Crazy gusts were game. anywhere between 45 and 65. The Patriots only had three passes the entire game. That's the first time that's happened since the late 70s. Yeah. And the Patriots are on that list of, since Super Bowl era, they call it, you know. That's the second time the Patriots have had a low number of passes, but the lowest that they've ever done. And they found a way to win. And I loved it. And I loved how pissed off the Bills players got post game when they're, you know, those 
and reporters were asking about why do you think that they were so pissed it's like yeah because y'all knew you should have done something you right. can't get mad at the reporter for doing his job it's like no yeah that was intense that was the last night that we got to see the awesome cleats for my cause my cleats and okay. that's one of those that nfl initiatives and it's one of my favorites that the nfl has every year they're so Star- just started in, in 2016 yeah i thought this was going on for a lot longer than that but no <laughs> 2016 and you know when it was when the swag era started really yes. we started seeing fashion yep. really take off around that time maybe a couple of years before then they picked up on it and it's both special and important and really i think it's quite fun for the players Absolutely. You, know, you don't get a lot of individuality in the game now you can't oh my god god forbid your uniform rolls up your socks roll down you're gonna get fine so right. this is a nice, a nice break from the from their lives so during week 13 it's rules kind of fly out the window and the nfl players they're allowed to wear customized cleats in honor of a specific cause mm-hmm. usually this is done in collaboration a lot of times we see with local artists for the designs you know etc so it's, we get a lot of really unique pieces there Yep. And they had the opportunity to pick any cause that's important to them or even represent their own organization to create awareness on these custom cleats, you know, and like you have Tom Brady did the TB12 foundation, Dak yep. Prescott's, he had the faith fight finish foundation. It's like mm-hmm. mumbly jumbly in your mouth, but <laughs> his, <laughs> this is great. Then Patrick Mahomes, 15 in the Mahomes foundation, calm down. <laughs> First of all, calm down. He did something, but you know. <laughs> yeah. My best friend Jen and her husband, um, Charles Leno of the Washington football team have their Beyond the Entertainer organization that shows, basically shows the world that there's a lot more to an athlete than they're just being players and just the public sees, which I've talked about before being more than just a spectacle. And they set a foundation for future for the future for children and adults and it's really amazing and I got to see that again a few weeks ago live working with another organization in Washington the hog farmers in DC and they're a fun lively like dressed up group I mean they wear (laughs) they wear colored overalls they paint their beards and American flags they have these massive tailgates and they just spread a lot of good energy and love and they help children and families affected by childhood and you know childhood pediatric cancer so it's really special and they had a huge setup for this little boy with a ton of birthday presents and the Lenos gave them sweet tickets which was huge the kicker was they stay through the whole process with these families it's not a one and yeah it's not a one and done thing which I think is really special and they they build a bond with these kids the little boy knew their names when he showed up to the tailgate because it was a surprise of course and he hugged everybody and felt like this giant family and everybody was it was just a lot of good energy I was really happy to be here be there and surprisingly there's so many athletes with their own foundations which I love they create Mm -hmm. a lot of beautiful organizations to help people you know and yeah fortunately we're able to see a lot of it but also unfortunately we don't see a lot of what's going on and I mean I've spent a lot of time this week too looking at the cleats and on the auction website I thought that was pretty dope and they are like they're filthy good like these (laughs) these are wild the art on some of these is absurd I was gonna say the art part of it too like I've always been curious those are probably what like hand painted you can't necessarily like screen print stuff like (gasps) that I mean, you could, but just to make it that much more like authentic and to 
have them go probably for a higher price point and make them, you know, so much more valuable. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I have a few favorites. I don't know what, what you got to really see because the website's massive, but Mm -hmm. I have a few causes that are my favorite and a few like dope cleats that are just like sick that are more important to me than the causes at this point. Not that they are, but anyways, as far as dope cleats are concerned, I loved Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow hunger relief fund cleats supporting the Athens County food pantry. I want to say they are beauty. They're those high ankle cleats, but the soft top, soft sock top orange with an ombre orange and a white design all the way up green laces and a green back of the ankle and foot design with the pantry's logo. They just, the color combo with the ombre looked really sick. I like that. Awesome. I also liked the design of the Bucks inside linebacker Devin White, his custom cleats. He supported a Door of Hope, which is a faith-based agency that aids children in the foster care system. So not only were they really cool cleats, they awesome, you know, that's yeah. an awesome organization to give to. And then lastly, with the swag before I head to my I think top two or three favorite causes, Khalid Kareem. I want to make sure I say his name properly because it's spelled like Khalid it's spelled like Khalid we hear it all different ways Khalid Kareem he's got the high top soft ankle ocean blue cleats Ooh. with the design of like this really bright coral and sea life all around the base of the shoe I was a big fan his cleats were supporting the wave foundation uh what you know it, it's basically there to excite educate and engage the community about aquatic life and conservation so it was really cute but like the cleats were out of this world I love a good ocean cleat it was very finding Nemo vibes you know Aww, fun. <laughs> yeah. now a few of my favorite foundations to bang out real quick the Carolina Panthers Marquise Haynes stomp out bullying I love that love that because we need that's a so little creative bit yeah world. it is and especially coming from an athlete I think in stereotypically you see it the other way like people get bullied by the athletes but I think that happens a lot less than people think yeah I think some people are just shitheads so <laughs> it's not about bullying all around you know and then I really like you like this one uh the Dallas Cowboys Bradley Ainge Bradley and I um yeah Bradley and I he's a defensive end uh but he had the, the same here foundation that works to normalize society's perception of mental health and make it part of the everyday conversation which is awesome i love that then i had the new england patriots punter jake bailey he's supporting the fur the brand foundation that provides it's so cute financial assistance to families whose pets face cancer or a critical health diagnosis that requires extensive med care they can't afford oh my god I'll cry right now <laughs> so cute <That's laughs> and then the Denver Broncos Sam Martin and the puppies and golf foundation that protects and advocates for dogs in need of companionship by supporting and promoting organizations dedicated to connecting humans and dogs <clears throat> excuse me for a lifetime of purpose and love and they you know, spend a lot of time working with military vets and it's, it's used to give rescue dogs and humans kind of healing and hope. I think their purpose was, and there's so many more on the list, but anything with animals, I'm a sucker and I'm all in, you know, animals oh, and mental health. I'm, yeah. That's, you know, that's it. So it was pretty great because I saw, I'm almost done here, but I saw the NFL's breakdown on the charities and it was 5% went to military causes. 
12% to diseases awareness and prevention, 16% social justice, of course, 9% for disability research, 6% to mental health, uh, 12% youth, 17% cancer, and 22 other. And I was surprised that there wasn't a higher percentage of mental health, but I think that time is coming. It's only going to really increase because it's really, I mean, this year, even more than any other year we're talking about it, but I loved this event and I looked for, I look forward to it every year and learning about these causes that we're so ignorant to, we don't know that are out there to really help. And, you know, otherwise we would have no idea that they existed. So you can right. bid on the cleats in order to donate as well. That's kind of how it works. Or they just draw attention to the organization. You can go straight to these websites. Everything is on the NFL.com. They have a great, great, great tab for all this information. And I'm sure we can toss a link in somewhere for everybody to check out. But yeah, I was really impressed this year. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Big fan. These, uh, you know, that, that's funny. I'll go, I'm going to circle back really quick to that mental health topic there. You just pointed out. Cause yeah. I mean, yeah, 6% sounds small, but it was probably 6% more than they even started out with. Right. Like yeah. that probably wasn't yeah. even a part that they were even donating to uh, at some Absolutely. point, or maybe even just like a small percentage, like 1%, but yeah, I can see that definitely getting bigger. And I'm currently looking right now at those, uh, Joe Burrow cleats and all of these, oh. um, auctions and they're saying 26 days. And today of course is Tuesday, but um, ends in 26 days and the Joe Burrow cleats are currently going for $2,850. Oh, that's um, like the cheap ones too. 22 bits on it. Well, the rest of them are, right now, like starting, I think is like 250. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yes. so like, do Joe it, do it. click on the button that says like most expensive to lease. It's like Brady's cleats are like 10 grand right now or something. Current price, highest to lowest. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tom Brady, 10,200. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Patrick Holmes in uh, second place, 6250. And then Sick. Dak Prescott in third, of course, 6030. Yes. So we love that. Wow. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Good energy. Thank you for, uh, thank you for always like bringing attention to those cool like topics because again, there's, you know, I'm sitting watching football with some people this last weekend and uh, somebody had piped up and they were like, oh, like, why is that guy wearing two different color cleats? Doesn't he know that he's going to get fined or, Oh, he's a football player. He probably, he probably doesn't even care that he's going to get Pay fined attention. thousands of dollars. I was like, uh, you're an idiot because actually he's probably raising thousands of dollars by wearing yeah, those. You can bags. suck it, loser. Shut your dumb pie hole. Exactly. So that's always fun. Um, in other news, NFL, you know, me, I've got to always bring attention to something stupid happening in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> That's the most stupid NFL. Yeah. Let's go. This week, guys, I don't know what was in the air, whether it was the crappy weather in the northeast part of the country or the sleet rain hail that was happening in Chicago, but um, it was it was interception city this weekend. I swear to goodness gracious, and I have no clue. If these boys just need to eat some more honey nut Cheerios in the morning, or if they've got to stretch a little bit more, but, um, these quarterbacks, man, yeah, exactly. Exactly. These quarterbacks were, uh, we're having a tough time getting the, those connections made. So, Mm -hmm. um, specifically I wanted to talk about, um, the two teams that had the highest number of interceptions oh, and we'll start out with uh this is this is a coincidence okay uh-huh. this is because I want to talk about my Cowboys but uh the Cowboys and Saints played on Thursday night and uh the Cowboys had only thrown one interception but uh the Saints man Taysom Hill he threw four interceptions in that God. Um, that's vintage Jay Cutler right there yeah, right there absolutely <laughs> and, and the crazy part is 
a lot of these were just like silly mistakes, I feel like. And, and yeah. again, it could have just been something in the air. It could have just been this one weird off week. But um, the Saints ended up losing 17 to 27. And uh, like I said, through those four interceptions. So uh, first one was Taysom Hill to curse. Mm-hmm. with that really really cool toe drag at the very like edge of uh, the field there um at the saints nine yard line for a pick so we we love to see that happen uh second one was uh an interception to casey um number 18 and then mm-hmm. the third was an interception by my babe my boy trayvon diggs and we know trayvon we got a shout out we got to shout out yeah. our boy aiden diggs his son because him. that little boy is like taking the internet by storm um he is a complete so character cute. if you haven't watched any of hard knocks at all like with him you just you have to go watch it he's he's the greatest the other people um yeah he's always like dad I want you to get an interception for me and he's like okay oh. so he does yeah. Sweet. <laughs> like the best job ever so um yeah. And then the last one of the game was an interception by Watkins, big, big boy, number 91 Watkins, just like this massive unit, like this brick wall. And he freaking gets an interception and takes it into the end zone for 29 yards. So like that was really, really fun to watch. Um, And those last three actually were all in the fourth quarter. So clearly Taysom Hill was exhausted by the end of that game and just was not making great connections. Like I was talking about, Um, you know, that, that game in general, had some pretty crazy field goal uh, attempts. Zerline with a 55 and a 34 for the Cowboys. And then uh, Mayer with um, a 42 yard and then he missed a 56. So just some really large, really, really long Yay. attempts um, that they were trying to, to hit there. And uh, and of course, Hill tries to attempt to like hurdle in the third yeah. quarter well at some point and I was like what what sport are you playing <laughs> like let's what calm is, down here what is happening bit, exactly so and uh fun fact not fun for him but Taysom Hill actually has five interceptions um on the season now now yeah so in eight games he now has five interceptions and four of oh. those were against uh the or with the Cowboys oh. game this last week so. yeah well you take it you take out that game and he's not doing bad. Not doing, not bad. doing bad. Yeah. If you, if you want to forget about Thursday and not have that count. Crap. Yeah. Not doing terrible, but um, yeah, the Cowboys put the real hurt on them. So we love the defense coming out. And honestly, it's crazy to, to see them come out of this like COVID outbreak that they have. So, yeah. I mean, if this is how they perform, you know, mediocrely mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. COVID, imagine when they're again, fully, fully back and being healthy. So uh, the other game that was uh, another big disgrace, and I'm tired of crapping on the Bears because I just wish they would be good, but they're so bad. God, they're, they're so they're bad. They're not great. Chicago Bears and the uh, Arizona Cardinals, man. I don't know. What... <laughs> you knew that was going to be hilarious. You, you knew it was going to be an interesting game, and the Bears were going to be the underdogs for sure, but you didn't realize that they were, again, going to throw four interceptions as, as well. Anything and over two is like 15. Doesn't matter. Exactly. Like just might as well throw an interception every pass because it doesn't matter at that exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. And these guys were only hitting, I think, I can't even remember what his stats was, but it was like 19 for like 41. Like he, he only, he only made four or 19. Uh, oh God, you're under 50 passes. Right. Yeah. Out of, out of the 41 attempts. So that was like nuts for him, but good old Andy Dalton, our ginger, we love to crap on. Um, ginger gang. Ginger gang. Yeah. So he is not, not doing well for them, but, 
Uh, first interception was Dalton to uh, to Arizona Thompson for mm-hmm. just a measly six yards. But of course, that happens like in the first quarter. So, um, and actually, there was two two in the first quarter. So that was nuts. The second one was Dalton to uh, Buda Baker for seventy seven yards. Ooh. So the boy put the wheels on and started running after that, as he should. So third was to Byron Murphy for thirteen yards, and the, uh, that was in the fourth as well. And then the very last one, this one, it was just like laughable to me to actually like have to watch this play like in real life. But um, Andy Dalton goes to fake a screen and then like threw the ball backwards. Like he threw it the opposite way into the hands of Zach Allen for 25 (laughs) yards with like seven minutes left in the fourth. And it was just one of those, like, what just had, like, did that just happen type thing? You watch it and you're like, there's no way. There's no way. It's 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 embarrassing. It's easy. It's a bear thing. God. It is it is a bear thing. So that sucked. That was their four. Um, and uh, you know, Zach Ertz, he's just been a phenomenal player uh mm-hmm. for Arizona since um since getting out there. And this is I think his sixth game with them. So he's made yeah. some phenomenal blocking in that game that really helped. And then, you know, th- we gotta put something good on the Bears for that game. Jakeem Grant's tiny ass was uh <laughs> was up there with that fourth quarter touchdown to give them some some points there i mean he's a little midget guy a little tiny little guy tiny. but still scoring more, yeah still scoring more than most on on the team so that's yeah nothing to say about that nothing to blink at yeah um, and then just you know like you were talking about anything over two is just kind of sad uh and you yeah. really gotta kind of turn turn your shit around for the game but uh 49ers through two the Bengals through two the broncos through two so 49ers played Seattle and they lost 23 to 30. Like I said, oh, through two interceptions. So Jimmy G not doing great. Um, Love you, Jimmy. <laughs> and uh, Russell Wilson, fun fact, is actually his record against San Francisco is 17 and four. So you could probably yeah. by the numbers that <laughs> that was not going to end well, regardless for uh, San Fran. But yeah, uh, Bengals, they played the Chargers and they lost 22 to 41. Now both teams are sitting at a seven and five um, overall record. And the Broncos, Denver, they played Kansas City Chiefs and lost Ooh. nine to 22. And Casey has actually Aww. won 12 straight against Denver. So again, one of those kind of like historical matchups that if you look at the stats, you're just kind of predicting what's going to happen there. So mm-hmm. each one of those teams threw two interceptions and lost. Wow. So, wow. Well, the story, if you throw interceptions, you will lose. So don't oh, do Oh, breaking news. Throw interceptions, you will lose. Exactly. INTs so, equal a loss, period. That's, that off. is going to be the big takeaway from today. If you want <laughs> any type of super hot take, listen to that. <laughs> super hot take. I actually, you know, like, I'm just, like, not into Kansas City at all. Like, I'm just, like, no, they fizzled the out. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not into them. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is having a down year, but like, I'm just not into Kansas city, but I, damn it. I want to go to that stadium. Oh, I know. And kind Arrowhead, of sulk yeah. in the corner and kind of have an attitude about it, but I want to go. Yeah. You're like uh, arrowhead. If I can just touch it, I'll be good. Yeah. And yeah. then you just kind of move on just to yeah, say, like, uh, but... I need to be there, but I hate it, but I hate that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mental struggles this week. Okay. It's like, it's like leg day. Yeah. Yeah. Hate it, but you love it, but it feels so good, but it burns. Oh, it's the worst. Yes. Oh, and everybody big news next week. We're going to have an interview. We're going to finally have our season three interview. We're going to close out the season with an interview, baby. 
big finale bang. We love that. Yeah. So we'll have a surprise guest. I think everybody will really like him. He's got good energy. Yeah. And if, you, well, you, you said him. So you've already given away. Oh my the God, gender. I can know the gender. <laughs> wow. Okay, fine. But if you want to maybe throw a couple guesses. Yes. Maybe, maybe try to figure out who it might be before we actually announce it next week. Ooh, you um, should put you something can go ahead. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. You can also head over to our anchor.fm account. Mm-hmm. And if you want, um, you can leave us your prediction there. Um, it is free. You don't need an account. We have one. So go to ours. And then you can also follow us on social media if you want to hear more lovely stories like me and my dumpster baby tree. Um, <laughs> you will be able to see that there. Yes. And you can follow us at Couple of Catches on Twitter, or you can go to our Instagram accounts at Avery J. Nichols and at Caitlin underscore Sass. Yes, we love it. Guys, we're getting excited. It's getting, I mean, extra cold. I'm over, I'm not like not into that. Like I want the snow, but like Sucks I'm getting for you. ready for Christmas. I've got my extra little two pounds on my body. It feels good. There you go. I, I it's so weird because I'm one of those people that actually ends up usually losing weight during the holiday season. Everybody oh. like puts on five, 10 pounds and I've got my little two pounds right now and uh, a couple weeks it'll be gone because I get overwhelmed. There's so many options for like treats and stuff where I break down. And I'm like, I can't do it. I can't make a decision. Oh, I'm for not gonna sure. Have anything. Um, oh, no, so no, no. you're just elite. You're better than the rest of us because oh, you lose weight during the holidays. Okay, <laughs> we're just baking up a storm last week. You're feeding everybody else. That's your trick because you feed shit to everybody else so yeah, that they so get fat real. and you stay skinny. That's I, how you run the world. Yes. It's so funny because I made all those treats for coworkers, my mom and I, and I didn't eat any of them at work and they were gone. So right. I was like, oh. exactly. Cause that's your master plan. So way to go. Genius. <laughs> my God. Love that. Hot mess. all right people well we're gonna go get our lives together and we will see you next week for episode 16 our finale our interview finale we are very excited about it you guys we love to see it awesome okay yeah we will catch you guys next week